Hey everyone, welcome to the Inspiring Hope Podcast. I'm your host, Anitra L. Rice, and I am so excited to be with you today. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. I am the founder of the FOL Foundation and also Anitra L. Rice Family Therapy. I am so excited about this podcast. I can't wait to share with you all of the wonderful programming that I have in store. And uh, all of it is with the idea of inspiring hope. So just talking about so many everything of, of life, you know? So of course, because I'm a therapist, uh, we're gonna be talking about mental health. We're gonna be talking about fitness and nutrition and working out. We're gonna be talking about goal setting and relationships and just all the things. So I'm really looking forward to having guests on here to inspire you and myself. Um, Today, though, I wanted to just kind of introduce myself and to tell you more about me and to give you uh, a little bit of why I wanted to start this particular podcast, Inspiring Hope. So I am a proud boy mom. (laughs) I am the mother of three amazing sons, Josiah, Jaden, and Nicholas. Josiah would have been 23, uh, Jaden would have been 21, and uh, Nicholas is 17. Y'all, my baby. My baby just turned 17 two days ago. And I'm not going to say that somebody was in the store, the grocery store, buying candles, crying. Cause I was, <laughs> I had to like call my sister on FaceTime so I wouldn't just be looking like, you know, too outlandish in the store. I was like, Zizzy, she was like, you crying? I was like, yes, he's turning 17. <laughs> but yes, my, my youngest baby is 17, but you may have noticed that I said uh, for Josiah and Jaden that they would have been Um, the ages that I I gave, uh, 23 and 21. And that's because both of my babies, Josiah and Jaden, passed away when they were both 20 years old. They, um, in birth, were 18 months apart and in death, 16 months apart. We lost Josiah uh, from depression by way of suicide on December 7th. 2019, so just um, a couple weeks ago, um, was his third year anniversary of of his departure. And we lost Jaden last year, April 19th, 2021, Uh, same. uh, We lost him to depression by way of suicide. And I cannot begin to express to you the the tremendous amount of pain that um, I have been in and that uh, Nicholas have been in and at the same time the the tremendous amount of healing that has taken place and it has been intentional 
and I continue to heal. In fact, um, this season in particular, uh, the Lord just really, really, really took me on a deeper dive of forgiving myself and um, uh, and, and releasing the guilt and the self-blame. And the crazy part is, is that I didn't even realize that I was doing it because it was just so ingrained in me. And so um, it was by God's grace and his goodness that he just began to open me up and to show me how I had been treating myself. And um, it just allowed me to uh, see myself through new eyes, uh, eyes of honestly, honestly, of, of reality. Uh, when I say, I say reality because generally as mothers or as parents, period. We can be so hard on ourselves, especially moms. I can only speak for moms because I am a mom. I'm not a man, so I'm not a dad. Um, and I know too that dads as well. I know my son's father. Um, he definitely has uh, self-blame and, and, and guilt that he deals with. But just on any other given parenting day, we can have, you know, just this enormous amount of guilt or just this, I'm not doing enough, I'm, I'm just a horrible mom or, or dad. And, uh, but compound that with two sons who have died by suicide. You, you could imagine, if you can, you know, just the, the torment that can, can be there. Um, even though I have been very, very, very intentional about my healing, um, healing happens in layers. And so, and grief, grief uh, comes in waves. And so the things that I grieve today aren't necessarily the things I was grieving when um, I first experienced, experienced their lo the loss of uh, my sons. But it's, man, it's been such a, a crazy, beautiful journey. And one of the ways that I have been intentional about healing has been uh, mindfulness, self-compassion. Uh, it's a daily practice of mine. Um, of course, I have my own therapist because therapists need therapists too. And because we are human and we, as much as we help everyone else, we also need someone to process um, our journeys with. And that's wisdom, that's wisdom. And, you know, I also, I, I love fitness, so I, I do yoga. I love lifting weights, so I do that. And I'm learning more and more to pay attention to my body and to uh, support my body, my mind, my spirit together and to have, uh, take a comprehensive approach to wellness. And so, through my journey, I've, I've learned to have hope. Um, there were so many times in the beginning of losing Josiah and Jaden that I, I didn't have hope. I was just, it was, it was excruciatingly painful. And 
the process that it took for me to get to hope is what I want to share with you. Um, I want to just be an inspiration to others that joy is possible. In fact, you don't have to sacrifice uh, grieving to have joy. And I say that intentionally because sometimes when we are experiencing deep, deep grief, it can feel like it's a betrayal of our loved one when we experience happiness or joy. And I definitely went through that. And one of the things that the Lord showed me like early on, like just like maybe a week or two after Josiah passed, I was going on a walk. I was um, visiting my sister in Florida and I'm here in uh, this Michigan, Detroit cold. <laughs> and I went there um, just after Christmas and to be able to bring in the new year with my sister and, and her family. And um, my mom actually sent me because she said, Nitra, I do not want you at home by yourself because by then everyone had gone home and flown back to where they were from. And I don't have a lot of family here anymore because most of my family have uh, moved away. But, um, and Nicholas was with his dad for um, the holiday. And so I would have been by myself. And so my mom sent me to Florida. And while I was there, I went for a walk. I did a, a lot of walking just to, just, to just to, to breathe honestly and just to uh, process and while I was walking I just began to notice um, the foliage that's in Florida and it's you know wherever you go I, I just I notice little things like the blades of grass are different in uh, different states in the South than it is in uh, Michigan. I noticed the leaves on um, shrubbery. I noticed flowers that are um, germane to whatever area that I'm in that we may not have in Michigan. And I just, I, I love nature, so I just pay attention to details. And so as I was walking, um, I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, um, to look at this particular bush, and I did. And it was so beautiful. It was just so beautiful. And I studied it just mindfully, just noticing the details of the leaves, noticing the details of the flowers, the petals, and the colors were so vibrant. And my heart filled with joy, just observing. And what the Lord said to me in that moment, he said that you can hold space for joy and sorrow in the same breath and that he was with me in it. And so I wanted to share that with you, that you can hold both joy and sorrow in the same breath. And I want to even say even more that as you allow yourself to feel and to process your pain, whatever it is, maybe it's not the loss of a loved one, maybe it's the loss of a job, or maybe it's 
um, the loss of motivation or maybe just the loss of your, your spark that once you begin to process whatever pain that you have experienced, you will also open up your capacity to experience joy in a much more deeper way. And so I'm looking forward to hearing your stories of how this is happening as you listen to this podcast. I am so confident that it will inspire you to hope. I am so excited also about the guests that we're going to be having on and the wonderful conversations and the laughter and the tears and the oh my goodness moments, the oh my gosh kind of thing where you're just like, wow, like, dang it, that's good, that's deep. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm so animated, y'all, so... <laughs> I'm so animated. And so I really want to just inspire you to hope. So go ahead, subscribe, and share this with someone else. Because I have to tell it, y'all. This smile that I have, this joy that I have in my heart, and the happiness and contentment that I have as a single woman. Yes, y'all, that was that was an intentional plug. <laughs> we gonna talk about that too because lord y'all it is hard out here in these dating streets let me tell you but we gonna talk about that too yes yes ma'am and yes sir we gonna talk about that because we need some hope in every area and y'all i need some hope in that but you know what i i have some hope in that i i've actually i feel more hopeful in that so yes, amen and amen, amen. Okay. <laughs> so we we're about to laugh. And yes, I'm a Christian, but um I love people. And that sounds almost weird to say. I'm a Christian, but and I and that sounds really weird to say. But transparently, you guys, and I know you y'all know, sometimes a lot of times, especially you know, in the era that we're in. A lot of times, unfortunately, Christians aren't always seen as that, aren't always seen as loving and open, you know? And so if you have an idea of what you believe a Christian is, I'm, I probably would disappoint you. And I, I'm actually okay with that, though. <laughs> I'm actually okay. Um, yeah, because this is all about just being me, being authentic and uh loving people well and that's that's my platform loving people well all right y'all um and pleasing god loving people well and pleasing god well loving people well would be pleasing god but y'all get what i'm saying loving god pleasing god and loving through loving people well that's it that's it y'all right there All right, I'm going to say toodles for now and be on the lookout for the next episode of Inspiring Hope Podcast. Yay! Y'all are so excited! Oh my gosh! Okay. Bye!